Huddling up with Upper Cumberland coaches and players. Clay County wins the district. Your institute moves a step closer to a district championship while the Cookville Cavaliers put on a defensive clinic. From ucsportsnation.com, this is the High School Playbook. Upper Cumberland's place to talk prep sports. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. Quality products, a high level of workmanship. Mountain Barn Builders, storage buildings, animal shelters, gazebos. Visit Highway 127 between Jamestown and Clark Range. We are putting the wraps on the next to last week of the high school basketball regular season. Good morning from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. For the High School Playbook, I'm Tom Duggan. Some districts decided last night, some still up in the air. The final week of the regular season is going to be an exciting one for sure with lots of big district games still to be played in the coming days. But a couple of teams notched regular season championships last night, two of those being Clay County. The Lady Bulldogs with a 64-47 win over Pickett County clinched the District 7-1A Girls Championship while on the boys' side, in a much closer game than the one 10 days ago, Clay County gets by Pickett County 46-43. to That's four consecutive district championships for the Clay County Bulldogs. We will speak with Coach Rob Edwards coming up later in the program. The Cookville Lady Cavs still undefeated, now 25-0 and in the season. 23 points for K.K. Graves, seven three-pointers, and an 80-37 to victory at Mount Juliet last night. Cookville boys also get it done, 67-25 to at Mount Juliet. Josh Hurd with 14, Jack Oakley also 14 in the game last night. Cumberland County splits a doubleheader with Upperman. The Lady Bees win the opener 37-33, while the Jets race past Upperman in the nightcap 57-46. York Institute getting close to clinching the District 5-2A championship, both girls and boys. It was the Dragonettes over Jackson County last night, 52-16, behind 18 from Gabby Beatty. Dragons winners as they get 17 from Bryson Bilbury to top Jackson County, 55-49. White County was spoilers for Livingston Academy on senior night Friday night. It was Nia Powers with a double-double, 17 points, 13 rebounds. Celeste Reed also a double-double with 16 and 11. White County in the girls' game, 64-61. Boys prevail in the nightcap, 51-28, as Thomas Paul scores 15 for White County. Monterey splits a doubleheader with Sequatchie County. Lindsey Wright scores 31, but uh, the Lady Wildcats fall short to Sequatchie 63-58, while the Wildcats win in the nightcap 68-55, behind 23 from Silas Randolph, 21 from Brandon Dillon. Stone Memorial sweeping Macon County last night, 56-32 on the girls' side, 62-43 on the boys' side. Kate Caps with 22 points in the win. Van Buren County girls knock off Bledsoe County 49-24, while Bledsoe gets the best of Van Buren in the nightcap 73-68. Coffee County sweeps a doubleheader from Warren County 48-45 on the girls' side, 50-46 on the boys' side. Right now, though, we're going to talk some Cookville Cavalier basketball. Coach Josh Hurd and members of the Cavalier team here with us this morning. Coach, the first thing I thought of this morning when I saw your final score the 25 points uh, for Mount Juliet, and I know how much you've preached defense all season long. Anytime you only allow 25 in a high school game, Coach, that's really something. I'm sure you're proud of your defensive effort last night. I really was. You know, as we talked as coaches, you know, we did all, all the, the little things on defense, uh, just rotating once and then rotating again. So, yeah, I was very, very pleased with them. Coach, as far as wh- where you're at, uh, 
where you're playing right now, how you're playing. How pleased are you with that? You're coming up on the last week of the regular season. What things still need to be ironed out for you? Well, I'm pleased at our defense. You know, even the last a couple, last two games that we've played, you know, we've we've seen some good things on film. Just just how we rotated and and how we needed to guard people, and just the boys just taking the coaching, telling them how we're going to scheme um, certain players, and um and and they did that. So you know, I'm happy about that. You know, in our our offense, I'm happy about you know we're finally getting to to run the ball a little bit faster than we was previous. So I'm pleased with that. Coach, let's go back to Tuesday night in addition to the win at Mount Juliet. Early in the week, you get a big win at Lebanon, and I know that it, just a couple of weeks ago, y'all had a big shootout over here in Cookville. What changed in the second matchup uh, when you went up against Lebanon Tuesday? Well, you know, the, the boys were the boys were eager to get back at that game. You know, we, we knew that we gave that, um, that game away um, at Cookville just, you know, by making some mistakes. And, um, you know, so that was heavy on their minds and, and just – just just playing defense a little bit better than we did the first time um, against them. You know that was also weighing heavily on our minds too. So, you know they they wanted this game just as much as the coaches did. Coach, six consecutive road games. You just wrapped up last night, and when I look at these opponent opponents, you got Knox Catholic, Knox Webb in there, Wilson Central, Green Hill, Left, and Mount Juliet. That's been a t- pretty tough stretch for you. Do you feel like that's benefited your team having those six in a row on the road? I think it really has. You know, one of the things we talked about at halftime um, of last night's game was, you know, guys, we've been in this these situations where we've been on the other end and how much we wanted to fight back. So um, we knew that they were going to come out, you know, hard in the second half. But, you know, the boys took the coaching in the, in the, in the, in the halftime in the locker room and, and came out even harder than they did in the second half they did as it did in the first. So, you know, we we have learned a great lessons from those games. You know, even though some of those scores weren't close, you know, you know the, the teacher, you know, he teaches always. So, you know, um, I'm I'm pleased that our I'm pleased that our, our boys. You know, most of them are sophomores, but but still, they're they're playing like seniors. 67-25, it was Cookville winning at Mount Juliet last night as head coach Josh Herter, special guest on the high school playbook. We're going to bring up three members of the Cavalier basketball team. We'll start out with senior Wendell Oakley, who's joined today by junior Joseph Agee, sophomore Bennett Reeves. Wendell, first of all, being a senior on this team, what has it been like these last four years, and maybe how surreal does it feel to finally be a senior with the regular season winding down? Uh, it feels kind of weird almost being done with everybody, but – um been here for a while now so it's been a lot of fun just changing and getting better how fast does it feel like the four years have gone by for you blink of an eye i mean it's it's crazy in your individual game kind of go back to those first days as a freshman and describe the type of player you were and how you've grown and developed over four years freshman year i couldn't make a layup i mean i was (laughs) i was terrible um i'll be the first to admit that but i mean just learning how to play stronger and faster, it's, it's just helped me develop. Wendell, do you embrace a leadership role as a senior on this team? Uh, I try to. <laughs> What's the most difficult thing maybe about being a senior and being a leader of a basketball team? Uh, staying positive. It, we've had some games where we'll, we'll go on a run and we'll get down. It's, it's hard to keep your composure and set an example for everybody. Wendell, describe this team at the start of the season and where you are now and, and what has happened in terms of growth of this basketball team. Um, in the beginning, we all thought we were going to blow every team out by 30. And, <laughs> uh, we've just learned how to play harder and play more together. This being your senior season, what do you want this team to accomplish before the year's said and done? I mean, I want to win district tournament. That's something I've never really been a part of. Um, 
want to win, win the region too and then hopefully go as far as we can. All right. Well, good luck to you. We hope to see that and to keep it going for a long time down the road. Joseph Agee is a junior on the basketball team. Joseph, we'll speak to you next. And uh, uh, what's it like for you on the court in a big game? Let's go back maybe like this Lebanon game this past Tuesday night, and you know what's at stake. How do you feel when you get out there on the court and get ready to play in such a district, big district game like that? Yeah, we know. You know, we know it's a big deal, so we just go out and have the mentality of winning the game and just playing hard and – just going out there and having those two thoughts and knowing what we need to do to win that game, it, it meant a lot. What are some things that you've done yourself as an individual to improve your overall game? Uh, just learning my place, learning uh, where I should be on the court and where I should play and just getting stronger and playing stronger. Playing on the offensive end and on the defensive end, and I know Coach Hurd likes to talk about defense. What do you like to do best? I mean, is, is it better to make a big play on the offensive end of the court or do something big time on the defensive end of the court? <laughs> Anything big to – Get our get get the team on top and get the win is okay to me. Um, probably probably more on the defensive end, just getting that stop and then more, going in and scoring it's satisfying. A lot of younger players on this team this year. You being a junior, you're probably looked to as a leader, much like Wendell as a senior. Do you embrace a leadership role for this team? Um, I try to here and there. Um, I know we have leaders on the team, and I I try and fall behind them. So just trying to learn for my next year. Going back to the development in your game, and you've got one year of high school basketball left, what are some things that you know you want to get better at? Uh, just more being more knowledgeable on the on the court, being knowing what's more what's around me, and uh, kind of being more of a more of a player than designated spots. All right. Well, again, best of luck to you moving forward, and uh, hopefully we'll see Cookville rolling on in. I'd uh, love to see you playing over Murfreesboro here just a few weeks and certainly have the talent to do so. Bennett Reeves is a sophomore on the team. Bennett, how do you look at these two guys, particularly from a leadership standpoint? Um, I definitely look up to them uh, in just the way to keep our composure and just always staying positive. And uh, they, these two guys, they never give up. They're always fighting, and that's, that's always a great thing to have. A lot of times they say your biggest growth in high school basketball is from your freshman to your sophomore year. Where, where did you grow the most in your individual game? Um, I want to say just being able to do the dirty stuff. I just kind of got, I kind of settled in my role that that's, that's what I'm good at. I'm good at just kind of scrapping. And uh, yeah, I was going to yeah. say, elaborate on the dirty stuff. What, what's yeah, some of the things like, that you enjoy in that regard? Diving for, just diving for loose balls. Uh, I, I like guarding the best player on the court. I find it fun. Because I like getting into people, making them uncomfortable. Uh, but yeah, just being, just getting my role and just knowing what I'm good at. What's the most challenging aspect of going one on one with, let's say, the best player on the other team? Definitely, definitely my height. It's because <laughs> I can normally keep up with them on the outside, but once they take me inside, it gets it's pretty difficult, obviously. But I just I do my best. I try. As you continue to grow and develop, what what are some more steps you would like to take in your individual game? Uh, I definitely want to see myself become more confident in my jump shot because I've knocked down some threes this year. But I just want to I want to see my mid range just develop and just be be able to take it to the hoop pretty strong. You said the word confident. What do you feel like the confidence level of your team is right now at this point in the season? Right now, I think we're pretty confident in our abilities, and we're getting pretty confident that we know what everyone needs to do, uh, and just kind of we all know our role. Um, I just think we're confident in each other too. We're trusting each other. Um, yeah, that's a big part of it. 
All right, Bennett Reeves, Wendell Oakley, Joseph Agee. Guys, thank you so much for coming out and being on the show with us this morning. Coach, we'll come back to you. Great job, everybody. And uh, one one district regular season game to go, Coach, against Wilson Central. What are you going to be looking for from your team coming up next Friday night? Just coming out and having fun and playing hard, you know, keeping that same energy we've had in the last two games on the defensive end. You know, as you said, I, I harp defense all the time. And, and for us, you know, our defense leads into our offense. It's, it's not vice versa. So, you know, for us to come out there and play hard, be aggressive, as um, Bennett Reeves said, get up in people, you know, that's, that's our style of play. All right. Well, Coach, we wish you the best coming up next Friday night and looking forward to what should be a really good, entertaining district tournament. Good luck to you and your team. Thank you, sir. Coach Josh Hurd of the Cookville Cavaliers joining us on the High School Playbook. We'll come back and talk some York Institute Dragonette basketball. This is the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Buffaloes and Blue Devils and Bulldogs. We've got your team covered. The High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. New York Institute Dragonettes picked up their fourth win in a row and their eighth win in their last nine games last night with a 52-16 victory over Jackson County in District 5-2A. Gabby Beatty with 18 points in the victory for the Dragonettes. York Institute head basketball coach Michael Green joining us via the hotline on the high school playbook. Coach, big win for your team last night. Do you feel this York team is playing the best ball it has all season? Yeah, I feel I feel like we are. I think uh, these last couple of games we've stressed, uh, you know, better intensity defensively, trying to get back to the, the basketball that we've played the last couple of years that I've been here. And uh, you know, I, I feel like uh, offensively we've not been great every game, but we've had some pretty solid offensive performances too. But defensively, we've really we've really improved uh, quite a bit these last couple of games. Coach, some things that maybe you want to iron out. You mentioned maybe not being quite where you are offensively, but you want to kind of be at your peak when you hit tournament time. How far are you away from possibly getting to that point, do you feel like? I feel like we've, we've still got uh, tremendous room to improve. And, you know, I, like you, I've been out for quite a while now and, uh, you know, just getting back. I'm trying to see where, uh, you know, how we look, what we need to work on uh, and all that. And we're, we're starting to get it together. I think we, uh, you know, the more time we get to play, uh, I think the better we'll get. We actually uh, we lost the starter. Uh, she's got a stress fracture in her shin, Lacey Patton. Uh, not sure how long she'll be out. So we're down to eight girls, but uh, they're all getting playing time right now, and we're looking to see which one of them you know can step in and uh, you know try to fill Lacey's spot. Amy Crabtree's doing a good job of that, and Josie Leonard's getting some big minutes, and there's probably a couple of names nobody knows, but uh, they're uh, they've really improved a lot and, and they're helping us out tremendously. Coach, you stepped out of District 8 AA last year and uh, stayed on the 2A level while a lot of those teams went up, but you've still played a very difficult schedule this year. You've seen Cookville a couple of times, Cumberland County, let's not leave out Clay County and Pickett County. How battle-tested do you feel like your squad is at this point in the season? Well, we played Bearden early in the season. We played, yeah, I mean, all, all those teams that you mentioned, we're, we've I tried to schedule. I tried to set it up so we would have, uh, you know, as tough a schedule outside of the district as possible because you know you don't have the Livingstons and the Macon Counties and Ifermans and the Cavs and all that in our district anymore. So I wanted to schedule as tough as we could outside of the district, and I think uh, I think we did the best job we could with that. And uh, you know, we're, we're we played this, you know, about as good a schedule as we could play, in my opinion. We're speaking with York Institute Dragonettes head basketball coach Michael Green on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. 
Coach Gabby Beatty, she's having a phenomenal season. Another 18 points last night. Some missed basketball talk has been thrown around as well. And uh, talk about her performance this year and what you've seen in her growth as a basketball player on the court. Gabby's one that you're not going to see in the numbers, you know, everything that she does. She she gets after it on defense. She's improved tremendously defensively since she first got here. Uh, you know, she she just keeps plays alive with, with her second effort, you know, crashing offensive rebounds, and she can she can score inside and out. She's just a really solid player, better student, better person. But, uh, you know, a lot of her stats you're not going to see on the stat sheet. We've got so many girls that contribute offensively, you know. So I think Gabby's averaging close to 14 points a game. But, you know, on a team, uh, on another team, she you know, she'd probably be averaging 20. But we've got – you know, we've got several weapons, and she doesn't. She doesn't have to score as many points every night, but she she makes uh, she makes her presence known every single night, rebounding and defensively, and, and just keeping things alive for us offensively. Coach, next week you got a busy week of four games for you. In fact, starting on Monday at Kingston, go to Monterey for a district game Tuesday, then uh, Wednesday, Friday, Sequatchie County and Bledsoe County. Three district games all coming up next week. How big are those games going to be for you in terms of? You need a couple of more wins, and you've got that regular season district championship. Well, the, the Kingston game was actually uh, canceled. I can't. Uh, I think our AD canceled with him. I'm not real sure. So that's that takes us to three games in four days. But it, it's it's still a huge week. Uh, you know, I tell the girls, you know, this is this is these are the games you use for getting ready for tournament time because you get you make tournament runs. You know, you have you're playing back to back nights. Uh, you know, all the time. So you've got to. You can't use being tired as an excuse. You've got to you've got to be ready to go out every night. You might be banged up a little bit. You might be you know tired, but you you still got to get out there and put your best performance on the floor. You're gonna be going home. And uh, you know we've got uh, one game on the road at Monterey, like you said, and then we've got uh, finishing out with our last two games at home. And we just really need to we need to put on good performances those last three games and and, and go into the tournament with with a good feeling about ourselves. Coach, your thoughts on that Monterey team? They've been right in there battling with uh, Sequatchie County for second place. Looks like a much improved team this year. What uh, what do you see of them on the court as you get ready to play them Tuesday night? Hey, Monterey's got some good size. They uh, they made us look pretty ugly our, our first half that they played us up here the other night. And, uh, you know, they were right there with us. They came they came ready to win. Uh, they're, they're uh, you know, they're a much improved team. Uh, they They... Like I said, they have some good size, and, and we uh, we they they made us struggle a bit offensively there, and then we picked up the defense and made some adjustments at the half, and uh, got a got a got a little bit bigger lead on them. But you know, they're, we'll be playing them at the, on their home court. And if I told the girls we don't show up ready to play, you know, they're very capable of beating us. So we got to make sure we're focused from the tip and, and ready to play four solid quarters. York Institute Dragonette, seventeen and five on the season, in the lead for the District Five Two A Championship. Coach Michael Green of the Dragonettes joining us this morning on the High School Playbook. Coach, best of luck to you down the stretch, last week of the regular season, and headed on into the postseason as well. Hey, thanks for having me. God bless. For the second time in 10 days, Clay County and Pickett County met on the basketball court last night. And for the second time in 10 days and for the 14th consecutive time, the Clay County Bulldogs get a victory over Pickett County. Last night it was 46-43. Jeff Spivey with 16 points. Grant Strong with 14 in the win. We're joined on the high school playbook by Bulldogs basketball coach Rob Edwards. Coach, big win. You clinched the regular season district championship, your fourth in a row. What does that say for your program with four district championships in a row and maybe in particular the senior class on this team? 
Um, well, you know, it's um, we've been very fortunate to uh, to win those four in a row, and uh, you know, had a, had a lot of good players that help out with that. So, uh, you know, credit needs to go to them. Uh, they're the ones that come in and work every day and follow the game plans uh, most of the time, and uh, fortunately, uh, a majority of those have worked out for us. Coach, getting back to the game last night against Pickett County, you know that they were hungry to snap what's been a pretty lengthy winning streak by Clay County in the series and uh, two of the top five teams in the state in the 1A classification. What maybe was a little bit different in the matchup this time around than, than the game last Tuesday night? Well, I, I think the game last Tuesday night, we just kind of caught them off guard. Uh, you know, they didn't shoot the ball real well. and um, You know, we defended probably a little better than what we did last night. But... Uh, um, and, and they had some new wrinkles that they threw at us last night that we hadn't seen as well. So uh, uh, there, there were several differences. Um, you know, we uh, they did a good job on Grant holding him to 14, and uh, fortunately we had Jeff that uh, you know stepped up and made some shots for us and, and allowed us to, to pull away a little. Coach, I know a lot of emphasis has been on Grant all season long, and rightfully so, headed to Tennessee Tech, and he's having a fantastic senior season. But Jeff Spivey is, is a young man, and I've seen his name pop up throughout the course of the season doing big things for your basketball team. Talk about Jeff a little bit, if you would, and just what you've seen in the development of his game this season. Well, Jeff is a kid who's, uh, you know, he uh, if you leave him open, he's going to make a shot. Uh, you put him on the free throw line, he's going to knock him down. He has turned into a very good defender. Uh, his length and his, uh, you know, he has really good footwork. He's able to stay in, in front of uh, kids that are smaller and quicker than him. And, uh, you know, his length allows him, he can guard a post guy as well. So he can guard any spot one through five. And, uh, you know, he's accepted that role. And, I mean, without him, we weren't, we would not be where we are without just fighting. We're speaking with. Clay County head basketball coach Rob Edwards on the high school playbook on the heels of last night's 46-43 victory over Pickett County. Clay County clinching the District 7-1A championship. Coach, you're kind of coming down to the final week of the regular season. Do you feel like your team is playing its best ball that it has all year long, and uh, is this team ready to go into the postseason? Um, yeah, I, I don't know if we're playing best every night, but we, we've gotten some consistency uh it seems and that's kind of where you want to be at this this time of the year actually i wish the district tournament started this week but unfortunately we have another week uh, we have four games one today and three next week that that we still have to play um so that's going to give us an opportunity to kind of tweak a few things and maybe look at a couple new uh new things that we'd like to do uh, going into the postseason as well Coach, some of the matchups that you got in the coming week, uh, Clinton County, Kentucky, you mentioned that, actually coming up later on today. Jackson County, Macon County, Harriman. Uh, what do you really want to see? You talked about maybe some ironing some things out, some tweaks and whatnot. What are some things that you will be working on during the course of these next few games? Well, we're going to stick a couple guys in in some spots, you know. And, uh, you know, a good example would be last night we got in a little foul trouble and had to put some, some guys in that uh, – um, not that they're not capable, but they just haven't had the minutes that I'd like for them to have going into the postseason. So uh, I'm going to try to get those guys a few more minutes uh, the next four games, uh, maybe get them seasoned a little bit late here in the year. And, um, uh, you know, as far as uh, there's always things you can work on, uh, on the offensive end, execution a little bit better, setting better screens and going the offensive glass a little harder than what we have at times. So uh, some things that uh, that we need to work on for sure. 
Coach, I know it's not fair to compare one year's team to the next, but if you were to look back at last year's state championship team and kind of where you are at this point in the season, what similarities do you see? I know you've got some personnel obviously back, but what similarities and maybe some advantages you feel like maybe this team has over last year's squad? Um, well, I think that um, you know our seniors have really stepped up in the leadership role in particular over the last uh, three or four weeks after Christmas break. Uh, I think that's going to be a big advantage for us because we were missing that early in the year. We really missed Gunnar Silk. Uh, his communication skills and his leadership on the floor, but these these seniors have have taken that role, uh, like I said, after Christmas primarily, and, and been running with it. So I like I like the way that looks. Um, I think offensively, we're a little more dynamic than maybe we were at this point last year, as far as uh, guys that can score, guys that we can go to in different situations, and um, you, you know, just uh, the experience really uh, going into the tournament. You know, these guys have all experienced uh, obviously district and and region and sub-state games and uh, and state tournament, state championship games. So experience is going to be a big deal for us as well. Coach, a big congratulations again, the district, regular season district champions, and four years in a row, that's, that's quite an achievement there for you in this basketball program at Clay County. Congratulations to you, and uh, best of luck moving toward the postseason. Thank you. We'll talk Cumberland County Lady Jets basketball when we come back to the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Warriors and Cavaliers in action. Wildcats and Panthers on the prowl. We've got them covered. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook. Big game on the girls' side last night in District 7-3A between Upperman and Cumberland County. Brooklyn Crouch gets 14 points. Upperman holds on for a 37-33 win. We're joined by the Cumberland County Lady Jets this morning. Head coach Kim Cram Torres and three members of the Lady Jets team. Coach, we'll start out talking, talking to you this morning. And, uh, uh, you know, we've said it all season long, every game in District 7-3A is a tough game, a challenging game, and uh, so it was last night against Upperman. Yeah, we knew that it was going to be difficult. Um, you know, emotionally coming off of a double overtime loss, that's hard to come back and play anybody. I thought, I thought we, you know, got back on pace in three of the four quarters. We got off to a slow start. Um, you know, and, and Upperman came in and, and they, you know, came right at us in the first quarter. We didn't answer very well. Um, but once we got kind of rolling, it, it, it was better, but a little bit better too late. What, what, what is it about Upperman that maybe gives your basketball team some problems? I think it's a tough matchup. You've got Johnson, who, who's, who's just big and difficult to guard. You know, do you play behind and double? Do you front and put pressure on the ball? There's so many different pieces to that, um, and it really becomes more of a chess match with that. And then you've got Crouch, who, who is really just one of the, the best clutch kids out there right now in the Upper Cumberland. There's a reason for why she's she's continuing to play at where she's playing after this season. Um, but she's tough. And and then you just add the fact that it's just Upper Cumberland basketball and these kids are tough. How big are the matchups in this district? Because as we talked about before we went on the air, I think one through four, one through five are state tournament caliber teams, maybe farther down than that. But what about the matchups that you see? Like It seems like you match up well with Livingston, for mm -hmm. example, and maybe not as well with Upperman. I felt like we matched up really well with Livingston. We were both very similar. I think Livingston's really deep. Um, uh, and so the people that they brought off with the bench, I still felt like, oh, we matched up well with them. We didn't have to change what we did very much. Um, I thought Livingston had a tough time matching up with us 
you know, in contrast, whereas with Upperman, we don't match up well with them. Um, the, the other teams are the same way. You know, you can go down the line. I thought the things that we could do against the cab is very different than what we could do with other people. So it really is a, a tricky combination of teams um, when you look at the overall picture. Coach, as you get set to go into the final week of the regular season, where do you feel this team is as far as playing their best basketball and maybe what level, if there's a next level, they can take it to? Well, you know, we need to be playing our best basketball right now. Um or at least in the next week or so, obviously, district is coming. Um, but just to make it out of the district, we have to be playing well. Um, and it's a shame that somebody won't make it out of this district because I think that uh, every team in, in, in it should be moving on somewhere. Right. And certainly, yeah, like you point out, I mean, only two teams out of this district could go all the way to Murfreesboro. There's so much good talent mm-hmm. in District 7-3A. Coach Kim Cram-Torres of the Cumberland County Lady Jets, we've got three players joining us this morning on the playbook. Uh, we've got juniors Emery Barragona and Abby Houston, senior Josie Smith. Josie, we'll bring you to the microphone first, and uh, since you're the senior, and uh, and talk to you. Josie, have you kind of embraced being a senior and being a leader on this basketball team this year? I definitely have. It's been a really big adjustment, especially since last year. Um, I definitely did not play a big of, as big of a role last year. And so this year I really just had to step it up. Um, over the summer I suffered in, an injury mm-hmm. with my ankle. And so it like it was really hard to try and still be a senior leader while not getting to hang out with the girls as much. So. Right. That ankle, has it gotten fully better? Have you had any issue with it throughout the season? Not yet. Um, don't want to jinx it or anything, but <laughs> it's been pretty good since since the season started. I didn't really get much preseason, but once season got here, I was fully good. The change in the district for you this year, going into 7-3A from the district you were in last year, what's been the biggest change you think overall in switching those districts? Um, definitely the competition. Last year, if we had an off game, it was okay because, like, we could kind of make up for it with mm-hmm. our opponents. But this year, you cannot have an off game. It's really just – it's a big adjustment to go from playing lower teams who you know, like, going into the game, you know you're probably going to come out with the win. And this year, like, any team can win at any right. moment. How hard is it to really get up for every single game in district play? Well – we have really good team chemistry, and so if one person gets on a run, it kind of just hypes the whole team up. Mm-hmm. And so, like, our energy, we never really struggle with that. We're always pretty good in that aspect. What's the biggest area you've seen the most individual growth since you started as a high school basketball player up until now here, winding up your senior season? Definitely our defense. Used to, we kind of just relied on our offense, relied on one person to score all the time, and nobody really played good defense because, like, the other team would just score and we'd just get it and go. But I think our defense has really improved the most since I started in high school basketball. It's it's gotten really good. Has it sunk in that it's your senior year yet? It hasn't until <laughs> this week. Yeah. Um, I was just talking to the girls before, and I just like it kind of just hit this week. I only have three more regular season games left in my high school career. And I wasn't really thinking about that until senior night this past week, and it's kind of sunk in now. <laughs> well, we wish you the best, and hopefully you go a long way and keep that senior season going just as long as you can. Thank you. Good luck to you. Josie Smith, we'll get Amory Barragona to come on up and uh, take the hot seat here. And, uh, Amory, your, your game certainly has been big this year. You, you seem like you're always there in the box court and everything. Have you kind of embraced a leadership role as well on this team? Um, yes, I think I have. On the court, I would say me and Josie are, like, good leaders, mm-hmm. as well as Abby. 
And, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> what, where do you see the biggest area of improvement in your game since, let's say, last year into this year? I would say my confidence has gone up. And with my scoring, I feel like that's a big role that I play. And my defense has gotten a lot better this season as well. Do you kind of embrace the role as the scorer for the basketball team? Or, or it, does it sometimes maybe sink in and maybe you should make an extra pass instead of taking a particular shot? Um, honestly, it just depends because it's kind <laughs> of both sometimes. We're like – Sometimes I'll be like, man, I really should have shot that one. And sometimes I shoot it. I'm like, dang, I really should have passed that one. <laughs> <laughs> what is it like night in and night out in district play when you're playing White County, Livingston, Upperman, teams that are ranked in the top ten of the state just about each and every night? What is that feeling like? It's, it's really fun. It's like it's really fun to be playing against good competition. Each and every night. Yeah. And knowing that you're going up against the, the best in the state, usually night in and night out. Yeah, and like – Winning some of those games, it's really like a big confidence boost for the whole team. Where are some areas you still want to see your game elevate? Um, my shot selection, the, that could really improve. And then some passing, I could get better in that as well. As a team, as you get ready to go into the postseason here in a couple of weeks, what are some things you feel like you still need to kind of work on and get ironed out before you get ready for district and region tournaments? Um, I would say we're going to have to get sharper on offense because our defense is good. Like, we hold really good teams to, like, low-scoring games, mm-hmm. but we also have really low-scoring games whenever we do that. So I feel like we need to get sharper on our offense and just have confidence in the way we play. All right. Well, Embry, thank you so much, and we wish you the best throughout the remainder of the season and looking forward to a good postseason run. We'll get Abby on over here next. And, uh, Abby, kind of tell us what your role is on the team. What, what, what does everybody look to Abby to do when you're on the court? Most definitely shoot. Uh, that's kind of what I'm known for, um, has been since I've been a freshman, but for sure the shooting aspect. All right, have you ever been in that situation where you get a big opportunity for a game-winning shot or maybe a big shot at the half, and did, has that ever happened for you? Uh, yeah, uh, we weren't lucky enough to get a shot off uh, the past two games we've played that we've lost in double overtime and then that close one by four. But, yeah, I feel like that's – part of my responsibility as a shooter on the team how much pressure do maybe you fall under when you've got a big shot like that and maybe the closing seconds of a big game oh uh that's probably one of the most like stressful things as a basketball (laughs) player obviously uh to take on that responsibility but um definitely whenever you hit it obviously you're gonna feel great but whenever you miss you're like oh the game's on me you know so (laughs) Is this the kind of team that gets along well together off the court as well as it does on the court? Uh, yeah, especially like before games, after practice. You know, we're always joking around. So, <laughs> do you guys like hang out a lot of times away from basketball and uh, uh, do other things away? Do you know just outside of basketball? Yeah, we actually go to other games a lot. That's a lot uh, how we hang out. So we're always around <laughs> basketball, but always together. Um, Talk about the growth in your game, and we'll walk it back to your freshman season, and talk about how, how you've improved in the areas you feel you've improved the most. Uh, I feel like freshman year, uh, I walked in and thought the only way I can contribute was scoring. But now I feel like as I've developed and grown, I can do other things. Like I feel like I can facilitate um, pretty well like with my one more passes or mm-hmm. passing out of the paint, and I've expanded like my posting up game and stuff like that. So. All right, last question. I'm going to put you under the gun since you're the last interview. How far can this team go this year? What are the expectations? Um, I feel like um, considering our success um, through past years and our district wins and stuff like that, um, I feel like we could go a long way if we just play together. But, I mean, obviously it's going to be tough even getting out of this district and moving on, but 
Um, as long as we play Lady Jet basketball, I think we can go as far as we let ourselves go. All right. Well, we wish you the best, and hopefully you all can take it a long way. And uh, you're as good as any team in the district for sure this year. Good luck to you on throughout the season. Coach, we'll bring you on over for a couple more questions as we wrap up. And uh, next week, it's a big week, three final district games. You get to DeKalb County on the road Tuesday night and then back-to-back with White County uh, next Friday and Saturday. That's going to be tough. And what are you hoping to see out of your team as you go into this final week of the regular season? Well, you know, coming off of two losses are going to be tough. Um, So we we really need to be um, mentally tough and being able to respond uh, to those uh, to, to those two results that we just had, going to DeKalb County is going to be tough. That's a tough place to play. I've never played there, mm-hmm. but through a lot of conversations, it's going to be a tough place to play. Um, and and that's, that's a, that needs to be a win for us. We need, we need to, to go in there and be tough and, and win that game. But it's not just going to happen. Right. You know, that's not just a given. So we really need to respond from this week. And then, obviously, White County's White County. Um, that's going to be a tough matchup. And we play them back-to-back nights due to the snow snow day makeup. And um, that's not going to be easy either. Mm-hmm. Well, Coach, we wish you the best of luck moving forward. It's been a great season so far. And uh, I know you and all the fans in the Upper Cumberland are looking so forward to the district tournament. Well, I say you are. <laughs> I know from the stress point of view you probably aren't, but it should be a great tournament this year. It'll be a great tournament. Um, but it's unfortunate. You know, there are really some some great teams in there. And to just even think that one of them's not going to, to make it out is, is really disappointing. Um, for our district because we should be representing um, our district throughout the Upper Cumberland, and it's a shame that one of us won't be able to. Coach Kim Cram-Torres of the Cumberland County Lady Jets, Emory Barragona, Abby Houston, Josie Smith, our guests this morning on the High School Playbook. Coach, thank you so much for coming out today. Thank you. Stay tuned, folks. We'll talk some Jackson County Blue Devil basketball with Coach Kevin Thomas. Coming up next, this is the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. No one covers your favorite high school teams like we do. This is the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. The Jackson County Blue Devils traveled up to Jamestown Friday night looking to pull into a tie for first place with the York Institute Dragons in District 5-2A, but it wasn't meant to be. Bryson Bilbury with 17 points, Nick Smith added 15 York Institute downs Jackson County 55-49. to Blue Devils head coach Kevin Thomas joining us this morning on the high school playbook. Coach, that's a very good York Institute team, I know. How tough of a matchup do you feel like York Institute is for your team? Well, uh, you know, I just think at all times they have five guys that can uh, score the ball. They're just a tough matchup on anybody. And, uh, you know, and they got length. There's no doubt about that. But, uh, you know, they really, they're really they just a good shooting basketball team. And, and uh, you know, when they added the Bilber kid there a couple of weeks ago, he uh, he is a, uh, a tremendous weapon for them. You know, I mean, he can really score the ball. He had 15 last night in the fourth quarter. was probably the biggest difference in the game. Coach, how pleased were you with your team's performance? It was a nip-and-tuck game most of the way, of course, a lot on the line. How did you feel about your team's performance? Well, you know, to be quite honest with you, I really loved our, our, our attitude going into the game. I mean, we really played hard and and, and uh, really rebounded the wall, the ball well, I thought, throughout the game. I just thought it just two or three times during the game there, late in the third and in the fourth, there's a really big crowd, and I thought some of my 
kids that, uh, you know, that hadn't played as much, you know, in big games, kind of let the moment get too big for them, you know, made some mistakes that we normally don't do and and uh, missed a couple of easy baskets right there inside that, uh, you know, I really think that was a good learning lesson for them. I told them after the game, that's not the biggest game we're going to play. Uh, you know, we got bigger games than this playing at the end of the year, so hopefully we learned a lesson from that. Coach, how do you feel on the whole your team is playing? You're about to get started with the last week of the regular season. How close to what we would say tournament ready do you feel like your Jackson County Club is? Well, you know, I do think that we're uh, we're getting there. We're getting, uh, you know, it seems like, it, you know, each time we, we learn a little something about ourselves, I, I really think the the for us to take that next step, we have to, everyone has to play at a different level confidence-wise, you know, and and uh, believing in one another and trusting one another just a little bit more. You know, I've seen last night a little, a few times, you know, they they were, you know, would say something back to one another besides hitting each other on the rear end and saying, hey, let's go, let's make the next play. And, and that's what you got to do when it gets tournament time. You can't dwell on something that just happened. Coach Kevin Thomas is the head coach of the Jackson County Blue Devils. He's our guest on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, last night's game was the fifth in a row that you played on the road. Has that maybe had any impact in terms of uh, weary legs or anything with a, with a big stretch of road games? And how maybe has that benefited your club? Well, I, I mean, I really we we think it's benefited us. You know, you know, you like to go on the road in, in the tournament, and uh, we uh, feel like that's been good for us. You know, we've got a tough stretch here. You know, we went to York last night, and we turned around having a makeup game today. The girls start at four with Bledsoe County at home, and then we have Smith County, who's 21-4, and four, coming to our place Monday, and then we travel to Clay County Tuesday. So, you know, we're going to play four out of the – well, three out of the next four days. So, you know, we've got a tough road ahead of us here the next few days. For sure, that's going to be a tough little stretch right there. And then the end of the week, you get Bledsoe again in Sequatchie County. Get your thoughts on Bledsoe's. You'll be seeing them today for the first time this basketball season on the court. Well, you know, they got a, a, win, a big win there last night. Uh, they beat Van Buren County 73-68. And, uh, you know, watching on film, they're athletic. Uh, they they score the ball. They've been scoring the ball pretty well. You know, looking at they've got a kid about 6'4 inside. And uh, so, uh, you know, I think it's going to be a tough match, you know, with them. I think our district, you know, they played York within 10, I think, uh, 66-56. So, uh, you know, I, I think they – they they play really well offensively, and their athleticism is the two biggest things with them. Uh, so we're going to have to uh, come with some intensity after a big game last night. You know, I told the kids afterwards, we'll see what, what our character is tomorrow when we come in to have to play another big game. Coach, how do you feel about the competitive balance in this district? Do you see it being a pretty tough district, not in and not out? Uh. I'm just going to be honest with you. I do. I, I think Monterey's gotten better. You know, they beat Sequatchie last night, and Sequatchie beat them earlier in the year. You know, uh, uh, Bledsoe had a last-second shot that uh, hit the backboard and hit the rim, come off to beat Monterey a three there the other night. So, uh, you know, and then, like I said, Bledsoe playing a 10. I, I really and truly think the teams in our district have gotten better throughout the year. So I think it could be an exciting district tournament. Coach Thomas, before I let you go, the word came down this week that um, Jackson County girls coach Jim Brown would be going into the TWSAA Hall of Fame. I know you've worked alongside Coach Brown for a lot of years. Get your thoughts on uh, on his induction and uh, going into the Hall of Fame. 
Well, uh, you know, Jim and I have been best friends since high school, played together and lived together in college. And I was with him his first year when he took over. And, you know, people don't remember when he took over. I think they were like 0-48, you know, on the (laughs) – and I remember it coming on the news. I think the first year went 2-19. And and he's he's well-deserving. He's spent a lot of years working that junior high program and and coaching the high school at the same time. And – and uh, you know, it just—it's unbelievable. The state championships, I think seven, you know, maybe six runners-up, maybe thirteen appearances. I think it's just—and uh, there's coaches that's done it as long as he has and has never been to a state tournament, you know. So he's—he's uh, he's no doubt done had a tremendous career, and I'm just so proud for him. And and it's been great to come back and be able to coach with him here the last five six years. Coach, I know you'd agree with this. A lot of people know Coach Brown. A great man on the court, an even better person off the court, and I think just well-deserved. Glad to see him headed to the Hall of Fame, as I know you are, and uh, anybody around Jackson County knows it's a very well-deserved honor. Coach Kevin Thomas has been our guest on the High School Playbook. Coach, thank you so much for the time this morning. Oh, glad, glad to do it, and appreciate you all. The Warren County Lady Pioneers have only three losses throughout the course of the 21-22 season. They have only six losses, I should say. Three of those losses have come at the – Excuse me, the hands of Coffee County. Last night it was Coffee County getting past Warren County 48 to 45. Lady Pioneers coach Anthony Lippy joining the high school playbook. Coach, it seems like every game you play this very talented Coffee County team, you get a little bit closer. Do you feel like you're getting closer to knocking off that Coffee County club? Well, we'd like to hope so. I mean, you know, next time we play him, we'll probably have to, uh, well, obviously be in the district tournament, but. You know, gotta gotta win the first round uh, to be able to get to them again. But yeah, they're they're just a, a, a matchup nightmare for anybody. They've got you know huge post play. They've got large, strong, you know, lengthy guards, and and it's just tough. Um, you almost have to just catch them on an off night. Um, but but I you know I liked how our girls competed uh, last night. They fought hard. It was senior night, so you had a lot of emotions in there mixed in, but. Uh, yeah, they played hard, and, and we were able to, to slow them down a little bit defensively. Just, you know, couldn't finish it from the free throw line. We struggled um, shooting 5-14 from the free throw line. So, you know, got to gotta make big free throws against teams like that to win. But just proud to be able to compete with a, you know, top five team in the state. Coach, a 21 season for the Warren County Lady Pioneers this year. What What do you feel like has been kind of the catalyst for, you know, the 20 wins and, and just really the outstanding regular season that you've had so far? Yeah, you know, it's it starts with uh, the culture and just building the culture and, 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 and building the, the expectations and the standards around the, the program. And, you know, this is a, it's been a long time coming for us, you know, in year, you know, this is my third year, you know, as a head coach. And, uh, you know, year one was rough. You know, we, we took some lumps and only won two games and, drastically improved from two and 26 to 12 and 14 last year uh girls just you know putting in extra work and and buying into the the coaching staff and what we're trying to build and and it's just continued to grow and and it's a testament to the the hard work our girls are putting in and but yeah i think it starts with the culture um you gotta you gotta have girls buy in you gotta have girls understand you know what it takes to to succeed and and i think our girls have have bought completely into what we're doing and, and i think it's starting to show this year 
We're speaking with Warren County Lady Pioneers head basketball coach Anthony Lippy on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you have one regular season game left, and uh, coaches always say you want to be playing your best basketball going into the tournaments. Do you feel like this Warren County team is playing the best basketball right now, or are there some things you still feel like you, you need to iron out before postseason rolls around? Well, I, th- I think we're really playing, you know, well right now. We want to continue that. You know, I had a big game against the Cab uh, on Thursday and, and pulled out a win there. Um, shot the ball better than we have. Um, we've had, you know, some girls step up and, and just sharing the basketball, uh, a ton of effort. You know, I really like how we're playing right now, so I'd like to try to continue that into, into our district play. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook. Four doubleheaders on the docket for this Saturday in high school basketball in the Upper Cumberland. Stone Memorial will be at Clark Range. Clay County plays at Clinton County, Kentucky. Jackson County at Bledsoe County. Girls action will get underway at 4 o'clock this evening in that doubleheader. It will be Pickett County at Wayne County, Kentucky. Three more doubleheaders for Wednesday night. Jackson County will be hosting Smith County. Van Buren County plays at Richard Hardy Memorial. And Franklin County will be at Warren County. Of course, a full slate of games coming up Tuesday night. Jackson County at Clay County. DeKalb County hosting Cumberland County. Livingston will travel to Upperman. York Institute at Monterey. Coffee County at Pickett County. Stone Memorial at Knoxville Webb. Gordonsville of Van Buren County and Macon County at White County. Of course, tune in for the Thursday edition of the High School Playbook on Sports Radio 104.7 coming up on Thursday night. Big thanks for our coaches for stopping in today. Josh Hurd and members of the Cookville Cavaliers boys basketball team. Coach Kim Cram-Torres and members of the Cumberland County Lady Jets. Also, York Institute girls coach Michael Green, Clay County boys coach Rob Edwards, Jackson County boys basketball coach Kevin Thomas, and Warren County Lady Pioneers coach Anthony Lippy. Big thanks to them for being part of today's program. For our studio producer, Will Hearn, and for Franklin McCarthy from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville, for the High School Playbook, I'm Tom Duggan. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Constructing storage buildings of all sizes for your backyard. The perfect shed. Added storage from Mountain Barn Builders. Online at mountainbarnbuilders.com. Or see your building up close. Highway 127. Get the scouting report on all the week's prep action. Online now. UCSportsNation.com.